0: Welcome to the Wandering Bard podcast. You are listening to an extract from an interview with writer and poet Caitlin Stobie.
1: So the process of securing a book contract is quite different when you're looking at a monograph versus a poetry collection. And I started the process really with the monograph. That began with me approaching one publisher that I, I'd i read a lot of their books that they'd published. And I thought that a book based on my thesis would be a great fit. And we kind of had a back and forth conversation because I had a certain series in mind. And it became apparent that they actually weren't interested in literary studies. They wanted philosophy, more, you know, continental philosophy. So that didn't really pan out. But I think that's that's a good illustration of why you should not be scared of having an informal chat with people before drawing up a whole proposal, because for a monograph, you need to write quite a lengthy justification for why this should be a book, the kind of audiences you'll be targeting, you need to be thinking about the title, how it's going to be different from your thesis. So those are all questions that you really need to sit down and think about. But just because there's a lot of paperwork, it doesn't mean you can't talk with people. It was great to talk with my mentors about it as well, which led me then to submitting to Bloomsbury Academic. And that's um, the publisher who have taken it up for their series on the medical and health humanities. That was really a dream because the medical humanities have always been of interest to me. And it's really exciting to be involved in a series that's going to be leading the conversation, I think. A lot of the the other titles that I've seen so far are really exciting. But in terms of the process, you submit your proposal that then gets reviewed by um, the editorial board. They will then, if they are interested in the idea, send it out to reviewers and those reviewers will give you comments on the proposal. Bearing in mind that they haven't seen the whole book. You will have the kind of outline and and hopefully most of the, the manuscript already written, but they will only see a sample chapter. So it's important to think about what is best representative of that monograph before you send anything out. Then after that, you will have a discussion about the contract and everything else. Whereas on the other hand, with poetry collections, well, obviously the full collection needs to be Completed before you can start chatting with publishers. Uh, my my journey to publication has been very long, partly because of moving from South Africa. So there were some publishers in South Africa where we were we were having conversations in 2016, 2015. But that was also the time that I was um, moving over to the UK to do my postgraduate studies. So the kind of content and themes of my poems were changing as I moved. And that was a concern for South African publishers, understandably so. I was then lucky to be shortlisted for two competitions, the Melita Hume Poetry Prize by Eyewear, and then the Red leaf International Poetry Award that's based in India. And those helped me to think about really what it was that was uniting all of the poems. I then spent a few years doing a PhD, so that that kind of also slowed down the process. But I think the comments from the judges of those competitions combined with speaking with other poets at Leeds, colleagues that I've met over the years, for example, in Glasgow, who've read drafts of the manuscript, that really helped me to think what it was that was uniting all of the poems. And again, it doesn't hurt to talk with people who you've met and admire. Verve Poetry Press, I had seen one of their poets, Genevieve Carver, uh, performing at Ilkley Literature Festival in 2019. And I remember sitting on the bus home afterwards thinking, wow, that was was amazing. To work with them would be fantastic. So it was a real dream when uh, earlier this year, they had an open call for manuscripts, and I was very lucky that they were interested. So that was a kind of year-long, years-long exercise, but has had a happy ending. On the kind of topic of of long projects or, or ongoing projects, another thing that I've been working on is a collaboration with scientists on the Leeds Creative Labs. And we're actually still working together and hoping to continue after I moved to Oxford. But that started in 2019. And over the last two years, we've been writing poems together. Well, I've been writing poems in response to their research. And as you can imagine, the pandemic meant that a lot of the plans we had have been postponed. And a lot of the projects or, or outputs that we wanted to create took a lot longer to come to fruition. I find that... The time spent on admin, whether that's getting in touch with editorial boards about something or a list of publications that I I want to submit to and, and thinking, who have I submitted to? Who do I want to submit to? These kinds of things end up taking time during the work week and then it gets to the end of the week and I feel a bit run down from all of that that can happen sometimes but also it's a nice distraction sometimes from actual work to just have a look at which publications are open on Twitter and you know have a little browse think oh I'd like to submit to those people so a good system that i've used in my classes at lau is we crowdsourced a list of publications this was obviously because of the COVID pandemic we couldn't meet in person so i wanted to do some exercises where we would be collaborating on google documents and one of them i thought would be useful was crowdsourcing journals and competitions particularly in the UK, but some of the ones that we ended up with were based in New York or elsewhere. That was really interesting because each student brought a completely different genre or viewpoint to this document, and it's still... A living document that they can return to and it's actually what I do myself as well you know I have a spreadsheet of the dream journals <laughs> the journals that you know I, I read and would love to engage with and other ones that have kind of caught my eye but I'm not sure if I've got anything at the moment yet and I find that that's the best system for keeping track because as you say you can submit something to a journal and maybe not hear back for two months three months six months uh, so it's nice to have a bit of order when you're submitting things.
0: Thank you so much for listening to The Wandering Bard. I'm your host, editor, and producer, Ines G. Lavarta, and I want to say thank you to the University of Wolverhampton for supporting this podcast. Our theme music is titled Wanderers, and it's by composer... Dana Boulet. Please feel free to reach out to us with any comments, any ideas. Please follow us on social media and leave us a good rating on whichever app you've used to listen to this episode. Thank you so much for being there and see you next time.